Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome into The Late Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. Henry Lake and Jonathan Lowe tonight until 9 p.m. Christopher Tubbs. He's hanging out at the AEW wrestling stuff tonight. I think that Dan Cook will probably be in attendance. Um, They are diehards, and I appreciate it. Uh, I know that everybody appreciated meeting and getting a picture with uh, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, yesterday. That was pretty awesome, at least for me. Um, So those guys will have some fun tonight. Uh, Plenty of things to get to here on the show. We're going to have Steve Silton, business and sports attorney. He will join us for his uh, weekly appearance in studio at 6.30. But I wanted to um, discuss and talk about something that I think that you guys might have some opinions about and probably strong opinions about with regards to policing, um, not only in Minnesota, but also across the country. Um, And as always, 651-461-9226. That is the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. Uh, You can either text the show or call the show. And... It, it revolves around, this conversation revolves around my thought and my opinion that law enforcement will never be the same like we're accustomed to the majority of our lives. And I think that just we, we just need to accept it. Okay? And I'll repeat it. It's, it's just law enforcement will never be the same, and we need to accept that it's not going to get back there. After George Floyd and all of the high-profile police brutality cases that we've seen in the last decade, law enforcement um, is in a place that they've never been in. And what I mean by that is that if you're looking at the numbers, the amount of individuals that pursue policing as a career, it will never be what it was. In my opinion, it just we're not going to get back to that. And this isn't just about how folks across the nation look at the profession. Because clearly, there are a lot of Americans, a lot of us, and rightfully so, that are upset with the, the conduct that we've seen. 
some of it, as we all know, is and was unacceptable. I think that we all can acknowledge that. But it's not just the people um, here locally and across the country that look at police officers different. It's also police officers themselves and potential law enforcement recruits. They don't look at their profession the same as they once did either. And I don't think that we talk about that enough. Any rational person, okay, and I said rational, any rational person knows that police officers put their lives on the line every single damn day. They do. They are men and women that believe that they are capable of saving lives, protecting and serving all of us, and making the world in their community a better place. I think that most people believe that about police officers and law enforcement. And they should be commended for that. Because we live in a crazy world. There's a lot that's going on. And a lot of it ain't good. But I think that they, and when I say they, I'm talking about those in the job. When the times got tough, whether it was Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, leading up to the pandemic and into the pandemic, when the times got tough, when the heat was on, when the lights got bright, I'm telling you this right now. I've talked to many police officers that are still working. They weren't happy about that, that they fled the scene, that many of those that had the badge on, that wore the uniform, that they bolted. And I think that we have to acknowledge that, okay, that that's the elephant in the room that a lot of people don't want to talk about. And I've talked to police officers that are still out there working, and and they said, period, point blank to me, yeah, man, a lot of us felt like, a lot of these guys turned their backs on us, and specifically in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, the last several years, the hot topic has been getting more police on the force, getting the numbers up. And we all know that it hasn't been easy, and it's been <laughs> a struggle. But this is not just a Minneapolis thing. This is a problem all over the country. And law enforcement leaders have to take a long look in the mirror and say, we have to um, change the way that we do this. And that is one of the reasons why I feel the profession is struggling to not only recruit new talent, but also retain the talent that they've had. Take a look at the New York uh, data from the from the post. And this is remarkable. They're saying that we, we talk about we can't get people to do the job here. Look at New York City. The city plans to cancel the next five police academy classes shrinking the nation's largest police force 
to the smallest it's been in decades. So listen to this number. We, we talk about, I think that in general, J-Lo, the number that we've been targeting here with regards to the Minneapolis Police Department, haven't they stated for the last few years that they wanted to try to get to like 500 or like 550 police officers? Somewhere around that number? Yeah, because that's still a decrease from where they were at their peak. Yes. But it but it has gone down under that number, so they are trying to get back to at least those levels. All right, so listen to this. A total of 2,516 NYPD cops have left so far this year. The fourth highest number in the past decade. The number of cops quitting before they reached the 20 years required to receive their full pensions also skyrocketed from 509 in 2020 to 1,040 so far this year. That's an alarming 104% increase, the data shows. The drastic cuts will reduce the department to just 20. And this is New York City. We get it. 29,000 cops by the end of the fiscal year of 2025. We are in the midst of a police officer shortage. Not just in Minneapolis, but all over the country. Where do you guys stand with this? What do you think is a way to rectify the situation? Because I don't think it's salvageable to have the expectation that you're going to get back to a certain particular number. You may be able to increase numbers slightly. I think that a lot of the goals for a lot of places all over the country, I, I just don't think it's I, I don't think it's attainable. I'm not saying here that Minneapolis can never ever get back to 400, possibly even 500 police officers. But the numbers that were much higher before all of this stuff happened, I just don't see it possible. 651-461-9226. What can be done to reduce the people from resigning? How can you entice more young people to consider a career in law enforcement? I know that times change. And I know that the profession itself isn't as um, on the outside for people that have not been a part of it. It doesn't look the same. It's not as coveted a position, as coveted a job. We would always look and be like, man, it's highly decorated. Man, man, police, that profession, it's awesome. It's honorable. I'll be honest. There's, and, and this is. This is strictly just about we're talking about law enforcement and policing because there are other jobs in this country where you're seeing declines. We're seeing less teachers, right? We've all talked about the profession of teaching and getting people that want to be in classrooms and be the best that they can be there. But we know that there's some give and take with a lot of these different things that go on in society. I think with the profession of law enforcement and policing, one of the things that we'll have to do and we'll have to change is our thought process in terms of the end game. I think with teaching and with education, one of the things that people know when they get into those jobs is that they say, you know what? I know that I'm more than likely not going to get rich off of doing this. But you know what? It's for the greater good. I think that with law enforcement, that has to be part of the mentality as well. 
And I'm not saying that, that most police officers out there years ago got rich, but um, it, can, it can be profitable depending on uh, how much overtime you get, uh, side stuff that you do. But how do we change and turn the tide on these numbers? Because I think it's difficult. 651-461-9226. We'll take your phone calls. We'll do it next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back. Late Show, News Talk, 830-WCCO, 651-461-9226. That's the City's One Plumbing Talking text line. I don't believe that law enforcement will ever be the same, and I think that we need to accept that. I think that the, the numbers will, will stay relatively low and down, and we're going to have to adjust. We're going to have to adjust. But adjusting for policing isn't all bad, okay? I think that there are certain things that we're just going to all have to do uh, from a societal perspective that should change. And I'll give you a perfect example. And, and I see I got a couple of calls. i get to them in, in one second. Um, I think that when we look in society right now, one of the issues that we, has been a hot-button topic here uh, in the metro area has been the carjackings and the stolen vehicles and all that stuff. We need to be vigilant in taking care uh, and doing what we're supposed to do with the adults and the juveniles that are out here jacking cars and doing all these ridiculous things. That's just I'm just using that as an example. I'm not going to even include the most heinous of crimes, killing people and all that stuff. But we need to deal with that. Those are the type of things that we should be addressing. Moving forward in 2023 and years beyond, petty things, little things, we should not be stopping people for. Like, for instance, and this was years ago, I got stopped for an air freshener. I had it in the wrong spot. That, that's, that, I don't want that to be part of what a police officer should be doing or would want to do. That, that to, to me, in 2023, common sense is 
I, I don't care about that. And I'm not, not – and look, I know that there, have, there are a bunch of different things that we write up as laws and we say we got to do this, we got to do that. There's certain things I think that um, at this particular level, what, what we're talking about and what we're facing on a day-to-day, we just – I don't care about. Your example brings up another example of, of why people think we're in this mess, Dante Wright. Yeah, but but just across the board. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, like it's, the, it's, those type of things – I think that if we can get in in places like that, we'll be able to garner more trust. We'll be able to develop better relationships, and maybe, just maybe, we can get our numbers back. I agree. But but a, but a few people on the text line, um, that are weighing in, and I love the text line. I, I love when people weigh in. Um, sadly, any rational young person would probably not go into law enforcement in the environment there is today. Therefore, mostly uh, narcissists are going into the profession now. The only cure is going to be pay, and that ultimately falls on the tax. But I, I don't, I don't agree with that because if you're saying any rational, part, there are people that want to go off and serve the country and 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 and, and participate in wars and protect American citizens. They're people the same way, the same mentality. They want to protect and serve right here in the communities, maybe that they grew up or wherever they land after college or, or after whatever form of schooling that they go to. So I don't, I don't necessarily uh, agree with that. From the 651, appointing your data, just because police officers left the Minneapolis Police Department does not mean they left policing altogether. Many have left Minneapolis to go to other um, – de- well, I don't really view that as a noble thing. We, we, you know, what do we teach our children? What do we say when the times get tough? Right. That's when you 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 knuckle up and you get ready to fight and overcome those obstacles. So because everything happened in Minneapolis that was terrible about a terrible situation, that means everybody runs and flees. I don't think that that's really a noble thing for a police officer to do necessarily, at least in my opinion. All right, let's take a couple of phone calls on this topic because this is something that's not just affecting Minneapolis but all over the country. Uh, let's go to Bob in St. Paul. What's up, Bob? Hi. I'm glad to talk to you. I'm uh, going to take it off speaker here. It's a little clear, hopefully. There we go. There we now, go. I, I think the way you frame up the question is, and even your most recent comment, uh, is kind of a, uh, uh, a, a spotlight into the problem. And, and that the, the real problem here is the leadership between the mayor, the attorney general, uh, Ellison, and um, uh, and the governor, and how this whole thing was was handled from the very very beginning. And nobody wants to are be you talk, around. Are you talking about? Are you talking about uh, George uh, Floyd? Well, I'm, I'm oh, talking. Are you, about are, what are you, you talking? Just talking about right now. It's George Floyd for sure, absolutely. Yeah, we're, but we're even t- right now, mm-hmm. if there's not good leadership for mm-hmm. these. For these police departments to, uh, uh, I wouldn't want to work for a, you know, for a, for a guy who's not going to have my back, and I'm out in a life and death job. But hold on, no way. Can I ask, let me let me ask you this question, Bob? Because um, because I because I have questioned leadership at all levels through all of this stuff, not just in this city, but in other cities that I've worked in. I agree with you that we always have to have better leadership. But one of the factions that you left out of the people that you targeted, you didn't bring up one time Bob Kroll or the police unions or police culture. 
Don't you think that we have to start re- reshaping what, what that has, has to do in our society as well? Like, we cannot have police unions that don't want change. Well, I, I think the bigger problem, though, is with the, the leadership. No, hold Absolutely. on, Bob, 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 are you telling me, are you, I, it's, I, I, it's I have, only one Bob. But Bob my, my name but, is only one Bob, but Bob, I don't have a bunch Bob, of Bob's no, 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 I, and I'm going to call you Bob as many times as I want to, Bob, the bottom line is this, we can talk about leadership, that involves all leaders, police involved. Yeah. You you want to you want you want to you want to lay you want to lay no you're the problem because you want you want to you want to throw and lay blame at the feet of Keith Ellison and the mayor Jacob Fry who I've criticized more than anybody on this station or maybe Chad Harbin's the most but you do not want to play place any blame on police culture at all how dare you and I'll call you Bob a thousand times if I want to. And if you don't ever call again, that doesn't bother me either. Let's go to Ed in St. Paul. Hi, Henry. Um, say, I, I'd like to make an analogy here quickly. Okay. Um, this, the, the whole, if you look at the whole of the situation, what happened in Minneapolis and all the fallout with the precinct building being burned, and um, I, I'd like to draw an analogy back to the late 60s and the My Lai massacre in Vietnam. And when Lieutenant Kelly went off and, you know, basically slaughtered that entire village, what happened, the, the aftermath of that was that every soldier, no matter which Army, Marines, Navy, you name it, was painted as a baby killer. And, the prop, and if we bring that forward to Derek Chauvin, who did what we all know what he did, now cops are murderers. And whatever, you, is there a way back, not a fast way back to start adding to police departments? I think if there's some formula that the armed services used to recruit people back into doing things to serve the community and the country, that that's what police departments need to do. But, but Ed, let me ask you this. How do we get past the stigma of that? Because most people... Most good law-abiding people don't view all cops as Derek Chauvin's or bad people. We just don't. That's just not a – any rational person doesn't think like that. How, how, but, 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 no. but, but, but you bring up a great point, though, is that those that maybe are deterred from getting into the profession, they're like, I don't want to be viewed as the next Derek Chauvin, or I don't want to be viewed as uh, the police officers in Memphis that beat up the, the you know the young man and they got caught on video. You know what I'm saying? So those are just examples. How do they get past the stigma of that? Time. I mean, it's just going to take time and effort, and I don't know how the armed services managed to start recruiting. You even use the term young people, get young people back into interested in being in the police force. No, you know, I mean, that they had the same problem back then. Nobody wanted to be in the service. I, I, I didn't want to be in the, in the late 70s when I became age eligible and I was going to college and I had to sign up for uh, this, the, didn't sign up for the draft, but had to, had to be in line for it in order to get college aid. I mean, I, I didn't like that. I didn't want anything to do with the service, but I think now over time that's changed. And you hear people thanking service people for their service to the country. 
And I, I do that with police. Now, I do too. I, 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 am, I am a rational person. I'm not one of the irrational ones that thinks we need to eliminate police departments. Yep. And have, you know, have city civic groups uh, manage conflicts between law abiding citizen and, and yep. non law abiding citizens. So yep. Yep. I, I think it's just going to take time. And I, I think there's a way to do it. I don't know what that way is, but I, I think. Again, you know, kind of repeating myself, but I think whatever model that the that the armed services used is one that the police departments are in, in general should try should discover and try to follow. Yep. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Ed. I, I, I'm totally with Ed on this. I agree with him 100. Uh, percent How much time will it take? Th- that's the unanswerable question. There's there's no doubt. But I'm like him. I I think police officers 24 seven all the time. I remember seeing coming across um. The uh, U.S. Attorney Andy Luger and thanked him for a bunch of things that I know that he's done that doesn't always get talked about publicly. He does an amazing job. And so I thanked him in person and he was very thankful that I said something to him. But uh, we can maybe get back to this conversation a little bit later here on the show. But joining us in studio next, we got a bunch of business and sports, uh, entertainment and law stuff that we're going to get into with a business and sports attorney, Steve Silton. He joins us in studio next year on The Lake Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 